With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, no matter where you are and what time it is, when you're hearing the sound of our voice, we decree and declare the blessings of the Lord upon your life. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Quaylette James, and I am joined by the vivacious, glorious, just graceful and my my dearest, my dearest Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you, love? I thank God for every moment, every minute, every second of being. And I'm so grateful. And I thank God I am well, spite of, considering I am well. How are you, beautiful? Girl, I am just I'm incredible. I am so grateful to God because he is such a faithful God. And no matter what, when, where is going on around us or in our lives, or even within us personally, he is ever yet faithful, ever yet faithful. So I can't be anything but awesome <laughs> because the, I know the you're right. you have a lot of good things that's going off your brand new book. Um, it's awesome, and I'm so proud of you. I've just been working a lot, and I am going to get me one, and I want my copy um, definitely autographed by you. And mm. you have your talk show and a couple other podcasts and a morning show, you guys. She is into great things, and God is doing great things in her life. And you oh should God. be happy and applaud her. Yay! Thank we don't you. have no background crowd that's a whole that's like an auditorium with a people clapping for you because more than auditorium just greater than that we just thank god for what he's doing into your life because he's real and the things that he do and he's faithful he is faithful to keep his promises if you hold on Mm. but but 
We cannot always sometimes receive good from God, and sometimes we don't receive bad. And that's what the show is going to be about, a twist and a little bit of everything, you guys. And we just got a good show ahead of us. What do you think, sis? Amen, amen. When you um, when you shared what was on your heart this morning, it was just like, oh, I love that. I love that. And you know what? The, the first thing that came to mind is that I knew you and I probably come from totally different perspectives on it. <laughs> so and that was exciting as well because I think that's part of the, the magic of the show. So I'm going to let you open it because it is your topic. So go, lady. Okay, awesome. When my sister texts me and she's like, what do you want to talk about? It just came out. The realities of life. And are you ready for it? And like you're always saying, says we do. And that's what I love about the show because we do have two different perspectives, but both of them lead to God. Mm-hmm. One is a perspective of fighting and, 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 and going really in the battle, and some is just staggering and falling. And that's me sometimes, but God is still you know what I'm saying, in control, and you persevere for the purpose of God. That's what the realities mean. It's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for what's going to happen, the things that you've been praying about for a long time, the things that mm-hmm. you've been holding on for, maybe healing, or maybe, you know, this, or maybe a marriage, or maybe um, God doing this in your life. And when it happens, are you ready? Can you handle that? Mm. And because, you know, sometimes this is just amazing. You know, you people can hold on for so long, and, and that, that that was me at one point. And then you just you just want to just, you just give up. You just, mm-hmm. you get all the way almost to the finish line, and you just drop off right there. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But we thank God for a God that loves us so much that I truly believe he gives you Chance after chance after chance to get it right. As long as you're living, you have chance after chance after chance. And then, sis, I went to, I had to go pick up some honey today, and I go to this man. He's a man of God. I love him, and he can tell you everything about bees. And um, he's a local honey guy, and he's this white man that, it has been in a war and has a passion for God that is beyond. He's not a radicalist. He's not any of that. He's so subtle. But he said something to me today, and that's what I want to open it up, you guys, with. And he said, Tanya, this is real, what's going on. I said, that's funny. I, I said, I'm on a show with my sister, and we were talking about it, and I told him the title, and he said, he said, that's, he said, that's good. He said, this but let me ask you a question. Who are we comparing ourselves to? When the realities of God come, or if you don't feel like you are where you're supposed to be, we're almost literally in a couple of days, you guys, six months into the year already. Mm-hmm. That is a mind-boggling as it is. It seemed like yesterday we were just mm-hmm. saying Happy New Year, you know, and I, and, and just, all the things that's been going on, and we have to know where you are. We want to be able to speak to you and make sure that your head is on right and the things of the world is not throwing you off of your purpose, of your destiny, because it can happen so fast in the blink of an eye. 
The realities of life is what they are, but the reality of life is you're still here. You still have purpose and calling. So what are you doing? Whether you're still on that same old job, then if you're still on that same old job, you need to ask God why and what is the reason so you can go ahead and get it over with and move on. I'm going to end it right there, and then I'm going to allow my sister, when I gave her that, when we were speaking, the Holy Spirit gave us basically a vote for that title. How does she feel about it? Go ahead, sis. I'm going to let it go from there. So, so what you actually said this morning, what you texted me, was the reality of change. Are you ready? The reality of change. Are you ready? And my, my thought was, you know, change is inevitable. And so many people are afraid of change. So many people run from change. So many people stay in such a stagnant place in their life that they cannot enjoy the realities of what God is trying to do in their lives, the the opportunities that he has placed before them, the um, the journey of discovery of even who they are, the journey of discovery of their purpose, the journey of discovery of their assignments, all of these different things that should spark a, a, an adventure, a place of excitement, they never get a chance to experience that because they're so afraid of change and they stay stagnant, totally stagnant. Amen. They don't come into the 21st century. They don't want to use technology. They don't um, They don't want to move. Just like you said, you know, sometimes they're on the same job just because they, they just don't want to move. They don't, you know, they become comfortable. Right, right, right. And 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 we were never called. Just let's just let's, let's just put it out there. We weren't called to comfortability. We weren't called to just be comfortable. We were called to be magnificent. We were called to be great. We were called to do exploits. We were called to be disruptive in this earth realm because when you're stagnant, you just allow the status quo to go on around you, and there is no disruption to put in place the kingdom of God and the things of God and what God is speaking in this earth realm in this hour. So I was just, you know, from that standpoint of are you ready? Are you ready for the realities of change? Again, change is inevitable. And if you do not embrace it, you get left on the sideline. You don't get to enjoy the fruitfulness of your labor. You don't get to enjoy the adventure of being a child of God because it's an adventure. You don't get a chance to enjoy life. You you just exist through it, but you don't embrace it and live it. And that's really, really sad to me. It really yes, is. It is. I love change. I, I'm one of those crazy people that, hey, I'm cool. Oh, what what we doing today? Oh, okay. We switching it up? Oh, okay. You, I, Lord say move here. Okay, you know me. No problem. It's just like... I embrace change because I embrace an adventure and I get bored if it's stagnant. When I'm stagnant, I'm bored. Amen. So I'm going to say all change is not good to me, to be honest, 
But if I allow it to allow myself to embrace the change that God is bringing forth in me and through me, then whether I wanted that particular change, I know it's going to work to my good. I know it's going to cause prosperity in my life and in the lives of those around me. And when I say prosperity, I'm not just talking financially. Yes, we all desire to prosper financially, but prosperity comes in so many different ways. When you embrace the adventure, you gain wisdom and knowledge and understanding. When you embrace the change, you grow, you expand. You expand your mind, you expand your heart, you expand your territory. So are you ready to embrace where God is leading you and what he's calling you to and what he wants to do in and through you? So that's where I was at. I love that. And I'm glad you brought it in just like that because that was exactly what I said. And, you know, you guys, I want to say something to you. You know, for those that are stagnated, I've been there so many times, that's fear. Well, you don't. I've always been good with change. Um, I'm uncomfortable. I I get uncomfortable at first because it's new to me, but then I go with it because I, I, I I can blend in with my surroundings, and I thank God for that. But I've been to a point where I've also changed and scared me where I wouldn't move forward, that I didn't want to go forward. And it's like you saying, sis, it is sad. It's sad that you can't see the fear grips you so much that or the art of things being different grips you that you're so stuck on your ways that you feel like it's only your way. But life is going to keep going, and life is going to continue to be changed. Are you ready for that? And where you are has to be able to have a different balance of life. It can't keep being the same way. You can leave your house the same. And, you know, sis, uh, my beekeeper was saying to me, he says, Tanya, when I said in the beginning, Who are you comparing yourself to? Some people don't want to change because if they can't have it like Kim Kardashian or have it like this minister or have it like that person, they don't want to change. You're not because you have to know where you want to go, where God wants you to go in your change. I can't change. I love that my sister wrote a book. I love where she's going in her life, in her walk with Christ. But I can't want that. That's not my change. My change is different. I am still working on a job, but I'm grateful, you guys, where I am, because I realize that God uses the gifts that he put in me, and my job is my platform in the realities of it to be able for God to use me best. And I'm okay with that for right now. And it's like, you know, my beekeeper said, Tanya, you got to understand the reality is this. No matter how you look at it, no matter what it is, there's always going to be somebody after you that's going to live in that house you lived in, to cook in that kitchen you cooked in, or wore those clothes or whatever it is, always. Because in the end, we were only here passing through. We're only here for a moment in a second. That's the reality. Change to be able to 
no matter what or where God takes you, you're going to be okay with that. We think that a lot of times since people get with Christ because they think, okay, I want to be like Joyce Myers. I want to be like Bishop Jakes. I say this all the time because I see it. Or I want to be, and it's okay to have passion for that. It's okay, but that's not your gift, and that's not your change. Mm. Where are you at in the reality of your life, of your change? Sometimes it may mean a divorce, a separation. Sometimes it may mean somebody leaving, or or some people have lost their children, or whatever it is, a relationship with their child or whatever, are you ready for that? Because sometimes when you pray and ask God for change and things begin to shift and move, but it doesn't move and shift the way that you feel like it should go, so you will not accept the change. Where Hmm. are you at with that in your head? Where are you at? It's so important, you guys. Life is going so fast. It is. It's time that you start thinking healthier and in 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 allowing God with our gifts to make because your gifts to make room for you, but mm-hmm. your gifts can't make room for you if you're not ready for change. Mm. And you wonder what what's wrong with me? Where's my gift? God didn't give me. Yes, He did. But it's like sometimes you guys, you know what I can't stand the most if my cell phone goes out. You know why I don't want my cell phone to go out? Because I do not want to go spend no more money on a cell phone. I want that same cell phone, and I don't want to change. But mm. the reality is, technology says, eventually that phone is only going to last so long. Mm-hmm. It's going to burn out. Something's going to happen to it. And guess what? You're going to have to go get a new phone, mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of the fact if you need a phone. You buy I'm a there car. right now. Right. You buy a car. And because your life is even upgraded more than what you're doing, so you need more technology. So you need something even stronger that's going to hold more information. What about a car? We, I'm not going to lie to you. There's nothing greater than paying off your car. Mm. The good Lord, it takes us six to seven years now to pay off the car. And by that time, that baby then gave us the best that it can give us, you guys. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you all want to, but the reality of life is, you need a new car. Yeah, and if you yeah. don't, you're going to find something, a Uber, a bike, a walk, or something, if you have something going on. Absolutely. No, not necessarily you have to go buy the biggest house. No. If you have shelter over your head and it's, and it's safe and it's comfortable, however you want it, that's a blessing from God. But how is it that we can change our cell phone? We can change our clothes, we can change whatever our attitudes when we feel like it. We can be in a good mood and be in a bad mood. But when God says, when I move, you move, just like this, and you go, wait, hold up. Some things are happening on my job. And I finally said, Lord, maybe I have, and the Lord said to me, don't you understand that if it's my favor, no matter where you go, that favor goes with you. Mm. And I went, oh, wow. Wow. So Amazing. the realities of life is the reality of change. But stop comparing yourself to others. 
I used to have that very spirit. I did. And when things happen to people, I was not happy. You're not happy because you're not changing. But you see other flowers bloom, other flowers grow, but you're not growing. It's not their fault. It's because you refuse to change. And that's the reality of life. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the floor, sir. And, you know, I mean, everything that you said is so on point. It's really, really the truth. It, the reality is if you stay in in that, that place. And so, let me just, this just dropped in my spirit. Some of the places that you're in, so, to some of our listeners, is a, a very toxic environment. Very toxic environment. And you have become so accustomed to the toxicity that it's the norm for you. It is not where God would have you. He's got better for you. But what you've got to do is come out of that place of unrealistic normality, okay? Some of the things that you've accepted as the norm is not normal. It has just been that way for so long. You have forgotten how to experience joy. You have forgotten how to experience happiness. You have forgotten how to be fulfilled in life. You've lived and you've been in that place of discontentment for so long that it has become normal. And it's not normal. It's yeah. not normal to dread getting up in the morning. It's not normal to dread um, the relationship you're in, but you think that you don't deserve any better. That's not normal. No, it's not. It's not no, it's normal. Not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Amen to that. Amen. You know, it says, I remember being in a toxic relationship, several, several. Um, I have, I have, my spirit has a tendency to draw people because they see a light. And then when they finally get around me, what had happened was instead of pouring out on people, I was bleeding on people. And I had to realize, thank God through Bishop, that there is a difference with mm. pouring yourself out to people or bleeding on people. And, mm. you, you know, you can minister to people, but sometimes, you know, hurt gives hurt. And a lot of times, you I, that's going to be another message another time, that you, through that ministry, you're bleeding on people. You're, you're not healing them. You're causing them to be sick with you. That's why it's so important to find yourself under a minister, a man of true man of God, hmm. to be able to teach the word to you. Because if he really believes that it's okay to be a certain way and still minister to you and do certain things and minister to you, he's not pouring out to you. He's bleeding on you. And a lot of times when you're under that tutelage, you cannot learn. You cannot change because you're you're stagnated and, and toxic. I love what you're saying. I've been in a relationship, you guys, where I have been beat up before all the time. You know, he felt that that was the way he had to express himself to me. And I was young. And I had a child by him. And But I didn't understand. I looked at him as if he was just so 
you guys, just everything was going on with him. Because to me, in my situation, it wasn't anything going on. So instead of looking to God, I looked to him, and he began to bleed on me. And that's where the toxicity and things began to come into my life even more since even a child. So I have what I carried from a child on, and then into this relationship, and then he began, and I didn't understand why, because of his situation. So we have to be careful. We mm-hmm. join ourselves. We have to be careful, you guys, now, who we are around. We have to be careful who our friends are, who we call friends. I mean, you got your you got your um, associate uh, around you if you have a job or whatever the case may be, but true friends take time, and true friends are valued through time. And it, it thinks everything has to be tried, you know, to become what it's supposed to be. And that's and why change. true friends will value you, Tam. They'll value you if they're a true yes. friend. Yes, exactly. But people think this. And, I, and people got to get this through the test of time. That's a relationship, a marriage, or whatever it is that you're in. Like you're saying, it's not normal to be, I, you know what, it's not normal, I love what you're saying, to be in a situation, a relationship, that you're not happy. Mm-mm. It's not normal to wake up every day and dread life. Oh, let me go to this job. Let me go here. Oh, gosh. I used to be like that. I used to wake up, and I don't care how much it was sunny outside. In my spirit, it was dark clouds and storms. Mm. And I didn't realize that's, you know, you think people don't want to be around you. Well, anybody with sense should not want to be around you. Not like that. You can only help someone for so long, you guys. I can't make you change. You have to want change for yourself. You yes. can read You can read everything. You can get read TV. You can drain yourself with it twenty four seven seven days a week. And if you don't believe it, I don't care how much it is, you guys. You, if you don't want change for yourself, it will never happen. Don't blame my sister if you're on her program and you don't see change in your life. Well, she does. I don't even. Don't blame your pastor if you're in church and you don't want to go any further. You don't want to go in the choir. You don't want to go over here. You don't want to go over there. And don't nobody notice you. Well, guess what? I'm okay when I go in church being the loud shouter. I love it. I'm okay with going in there and praising God, and I don't care who sees my praise. For whatever reason it is, I'm okay. But if you don't want to do anything, don't blame someone else because you will not change or because change is growth. If you want to stay in the flower pot, stay in the flower pot. Mm. If you want to be a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, then understand it takes change. And change is other things that come with it. Says, don't you agree? Absolutely. If it wasn't my, yours didn't come overnight. No. My sister, what my sister's doing didn't come overnight. It was things she didn't want to do sometimes. When God said to her, you, if you have to go back to your job, what? Hmm. I thought I was ready to retire and start this. You know what I love you guys? Sis, I got to tell a story. I got to tell a story. Okay, so I would, you guys, when I first started working um, for my job at the grocery store, I would call my sister sometime and I would go, you don't understand. 
it's hard, oh my God, people, my sister was like, oh, I understand, you know, but she didn't quite get it, you know what I'm saying, and I remember one time she said, you know, when I moved here, I, I needed a little job to get a little something, and I was went to a grocery store, and I started off in the office, and I thought, this is cool, you know, and I'm going to do, you know what I'm saying, a night auditor and stuff like that, this is, this is cool. She said, and one day they said to me, can you go outside and get them cards? She said, what? I never forget, I was laughing. She told me that. And it's because this comfort my soul. She said, I finally get what she said. When I went out in that hot sun and I looked at that cart, she said, hmm. She scratched her head and got in that car and kept on going. Because <laughs> she said, I knew this was not for me. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Don't be mad if you're the one that gets the cart and go back inside. Maybe that's where you need to be for right now, to go where you're trying to go. But don't complain, because nobody wants to hear it. Mm. Go ahead. Complaining stunts progression. Let that sink in. Complaining stunts progression. So while you're sitting up there complaining, you're not progressing in the things that could get you out of the situation that you're sitting up there complaining about. Your focus is off. You can't, you, it, when you're in that constant state of um, really just that unfulfilled spirit that, you know, I don't like it. I don't want it. You don't, you cannot grow from it. So you've got to come out of that constant place of of complaint. The word is very clear, you know, about that. And God has never enjoyed murmuring and complaining. That, That does not reach his heart. Think about the children of Israel. They murmured and complained and wandered <laughs> and wandered for 40 years when they could have been at their destination in two weeks, murmuring and complaining. So we've got to get beyond that. I'm, trust me, I'm guilty. I'm still guilty of going into that office going, I don't want to be here. But now I've changed. I've changed my perception. Instead of just the constant complaining it, I've got motivation now to do what I'm doing. I am motivated. I am so motivated to make a difference in my life. I'm motivated to change it. I don't like it, so let me change it. Not sit up here murmuring and complaining. Let me enjoy the ride that is helping to pay my bills and fund what I really want to do, okay? Let me change my perception. And that's where you've got to get to, change your perception of what's going on where you're at. I'm here, my, 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 my perception of my job now is a means to an end. That job is enabling me to do what I need to do to get where I want to be by October so I can walk away. 
But if all I'm doing is sitting and complaining, I'm missing the opportunities that's being afforded to me being there to take care of what I need to take care of to get to where I need to be by October. See what I'm saying? It's like we've got to change our our perspective. It's a means to an end. Do what you got to do to get where you need to be. And trust God in the midst. Thank you for the provision, Lord, for me to be able to do what I need to do to get to where you'll have me to be. I give you praise. Change your, your vocabulary. Change your perception. And I promise you, I promise you, you will reach your goals at such a much faster pace than you could even imagine because you're not weighed down with all the negativity. All that complaining does not do anything for you but weigh you down with negativity. And I promise you, you will not be able to accomplish that that you desire to accomplish if you're weighted down. So let's change our perspective, change our attitude about change and the reality of it, embrace it, move forward, and let's get it done. Let's get to where God is trying to get us so that we can accomplish what God has for us. That's what I got, sis. I love it. I love everything that's going out today. Because I don't feel like it's um, a waste of time. You guys, I know what it's like. I promise you I do. But I have to decide and wake up one day. I'm tired of blaming people in my past for what's going on in my future. Mm. I'm Mm. tired of being mad and angry and having an attitude. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me with my husband. This is who I chose. This is who chose me. Now, can we, I want to do whatever I can as a wife to make the best of it. Because mm-hmm. what I will not do is continue to walk in my future and be miserable. All right. And God began to change me. Mm. And now I don't look at it like I did. Because I realize every moment, every second is a blessing. Every, you know what I'm saying? Scratch his butt, whatever. Yeah. He's mine. Yeah. And I'm grateful to God for every moment. Yes, I still work at a grocery store, but I have so much faith. And, and people, the respect and the love that God has allowed people to give me, it's, it's very much necessity for me to go so I can minister to people, customers, whoever it is, and pray with people. And I'm so grateful for that because the reality of life is this is my life, and I'm happy with it. I don't need to own a yacht. I just want provision to be able to enjoy it before I leave this earth, if that's what I choose to do. Mm -hmm. I don't have to stay in the biggest house anymore. But if the Lord allow me and every time I go on vacation that I can get greater and greater and stay in places that I never thought, yes, I would love to do that. And it's going to happen. But what I realize is, no matter what, if you are still stuck blaming your mom and daddy or somebody that touched you wrong, molested you, talked to you crazy, called you out your name, whatever, 
and you are still stuck on that and you use that as the reason why you constantly drink or you constantly take drugs or even if you don't, like you don't want to come out the house, like don't want to talk to nobody, why you don't want to have anything, then that don't blame nobody else. Mm. Stop going to get angry and taking people's lives. Yeah. Accept who you are and deal with it. It's time to tell people, wake up. This is life as we see it. What are you going to do? Who cares? If you got an apartment, make the best out of that apartment. I lived in a project one time. My sister will tell you. People walk through my project and like, what? This, wait, hold on. My oh, mom and dad nice. came. My dad said, I want to walk back out the door. I okay. feel, I feel like I walked out and walked into a different world. Do what you need to make home. Yeah. So what if you got to go to a secondhand store? So what if make the best of it? So what if you got to take a, 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 a sheet and make a tablecloth? Make the best of it until you can be blessed the realities of life even greater. Because the reality of life is, if you can't handle where you are now, there's no way you are ready for change to move up higher. Mm. High level, high devils. You think mm. you're being whooped now? You ain't seen a beating. Hmm. Please believe me. So I would say, sis, if we were talking to somebody, if I was asking you right now because you are awesome, what would you say to start at? I mean, we have to start somewhere. Yeah. So what would you suggest to the audience of those who may be asking a question? I don't know. I'm just saying. I am stuck, and I don't want to be stuck anymore. And I, 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 I don't know where to start. It doesn't necessarily always mean money, you guys, a handout. Please believe me. Well, it can it's mean a prayer or whatever. that you would ask me that question because I just so happened to teach um, in my counseling course um, about embracing or uh, unleashing the power of your brilliance by embracing your uniqueness. And where I start um, in doing that is to first trace back to the trauma, trace back to where you first felt stuck, where hmm. you first felt like, you know, this is all there is and there'll never be anything better. This is all that I'm worthy of and I'll never have anything other than this. Trace back to that. It starts with being able to talk it out. It starts with being able to find somebody that you trust because they've walked where you're walking. The things that you and I are sharing today, we can share because we've been there, did that. And and have moved to another place, not stuck anymore, not feeling that this is all I'm worth, not feeling that the toxicity is normal. So you got to get to some, got to get someplace. And listen, let me, first and foremost, counseling is good. Hello, counseling is good. Because sometimes you need someone else's perspective of what you're walking through to help open your eyes. When you're in the trenches, you don't realize what's all around you because you're too busy trying to survive. Mm. 
And so you need the help of an, uh, another set of eyes, sometimes from the outside looking in, that can identify things that you can't. Things that, again, because you've been in this position for so long, it has become the norm. So suddenly you don't see anything wrong with it. Think about this. Think about if you grew up in an abusive home. Maybe your father was abusive to your mother. Maybe, or vice versa, okay, because definitely it happens the other way as well. Maybe you were abused as a child, but nobody rose to your rescue. It was just always ignored or you weren't believed or it was swept under the rug or you you encountered um, seeing other people within your household or within your family going through the same abuse, maybe even from the same abuser, so it became normal. Sometimes you need somebody from a different perspective to say, baby girl, that's not normal. Sir, that's not normal. And it's not acceptable and you need to stop accepting it. So my first thing is trace. You, you got to trace back. Where did the trauma begin? And sometimes it began in your childhood. You know, because you encountered people telling you when you said you, you had been molested or abused, people telling you that you were lying, that you had the problem. So when you got into that first abusive and toxic relationship, you didn't really feel like you had any choice but to deal with it because anytime you had cried out before and said something was wrong, it wasn't addressed properly. And so you felt like mm, this is just like the rest. This is just the norm. This is just what happens. You had to get to a place where you realized, eh, you know what, mm-mm. This is not normal. I do not have to deal with this. It's not healthy for me and my child. I need something different. I, I, I can have better. And even though, think about this, even though you may have gone through even more toxic relationships, you finally got to that place of, nope, I will not accept this any longer. Nope, I don't have to accept this. I don't, as you said a few minutes ago, I don't have to bleed on other people, and I definitely don't have to allow other people to bleed on me. So you got to start with, you know, tracing it. And then once you can put your finger on it, then it's addressing the situation. And this is why I said counseling is a good thing because you sometimes need help in addressing the situation, to get beyond the situation, to walk your way through it, to see a better way, to see a better way, to know that change is not bad. It's really not. And to get to a place of, you know what, I want to enjoy my life. I want to live the life that God created me for. You were created for greatness. You were created to be majestic, not to be mediocre. Think about your creator. There's absolutely nothing mediocre about God, and he said he created you in his image and in his likeness. So you shouldn't be mediocre either. You should not settle just for the status quo. 
just because that's all you see represented around you. Make a, a goal and a declaration. Well, okay, maybe nobody else in my, my family ever went to college, but guess what? I'm going. I don't care how old I am. I'm going. Maybe nobody else ever lived outside the, the, the project, but guess what? I'm going to be a homeowner. I'm not going to just settle for the status quo. Maybe if you really want to expand your territory, because this is where I'm at, I will be the first millionaire in my family. I will make generational wealth available to my seed, seed, seed. That's my goal. Not just because I'm in love with money, because as far as I'm concerned, money is just a piece of something to barter with. I give you what you want, so you give me what I want. If it was buttons, I would do it with buttons. I'm just saying. But at that same time, I want to be that one because I am the matriarch of my family to show a more excellent way. I got my, my bachelor's degree from college at 62 years old or 61, actually, 61 years old. I got my doctorate at 64 because I wanted to be an example to my children and my grandchildren that it is never too late to go after your goals. It is never too late to go after your dreams. So start with some goals in mind. Change the, the trajectory of your thought pattern. Stop settling. Stop settling. You got to make up in your mind. I am not going to just settle for the okie doke any longer. Why? Because I serve such a magnificent God who wants nothing but greatness for me. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to press into the the presence of God. I'm going to press into his spirit. I'm going to allow him to guide and direct me. I'm going to allow him to guide my, my choices and my decisions. And I'm going to be on the receiving end of signs, wonders, and miracles. Why? Because I'm changing my mindset to be that of a believer. I believe that God can. Even if I don't believe in myself, I believe that God can. So if I believe that God can, then I can believe that God will. And if I believe that God will and he created me, then I can start to believe that I can. So that's where you start. There's a lot of layers and depths that you may need to walk through to really get to where you need to be, but you've got to start somewhere, like you just said, Tanya, and that's where you start. Change your mindset. Change your thoughts about yourself. Change your thoughts about your atmosphere and that's that are around you. You know I say this all the time. We were created to be atmospheric changers. But you can't change the atmosphere around you until you change your mindset, until you change your belief in who God created you to be. You were created with purpose, destiny, and mind. And to fulfill that purpose, you've got to get in the presence of the creator so that you fully understand that for which he created you. And then act on it. Move on it. Stop being stagnant. Shake it off. (laughs) You know, 
If it's a toxic relationship and you've lived in fear for so long, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And if you ask him and trust him, he will lead God and direct you right out of that toxic relationship. He will cover you. He will surround you with his hedge of protection. And he will show you a more excellent way. If it's a place of poverty that you've lived in for years and years and years, decide in your heart, you know what, God, you're not a God of poverty. You're not a God of poverty. And so I am your child and joint heir to the throne. (laughs) Therefore, therefore, I don't have to live in poverty because you are my supplier. I want to know you as Abraham knew you, as Jehovah Jireh. I want to find that ram in the bush that you have for me to pull me up and out of my situation. And I will accept and embrace the opportunities that you have for me. All of this goes with it. It's really like, it's again, changing your mindset changing how you perceive yourself, changing how you perceive God. If all you think of God is this this stern taskmaster who will punish you at every wrong, then you have lost the perception of really the truth of who God is. I I was sharing this before. Um, Yesterday, yesterday at church, my, the, Apostle where I attend church at here in Atlanta, he shared something, and it was so powerful. He said that he continued at one point in his life to go to God over and over again, repenting of the wrongs that he had done. And he said one day the Lord stopped him and said, son, why do you keep bringing up what I've forgotten about? He said, the only time I remember your wrongs is when you keep bringing them up before me because I have forgiven and forgotten. And he said he had to try to wrap his mind around how can an all-knowing, all-purposeful God forget the wrongs he had done. And God was very clear because I choose to. I choose to forget. And so every time you come and bring them back to my remembrance, (laughs) then it's back before me. I've already forgiven you. So get to that place of forgiving yourself, moving on, and when you choose to bring something back to the remembrance of God, bring back the covenant blessings that he has promised you. Bring to his remembrance the fact that you are his child. And his love is unconditional. And he is not a respecter of persons. And there is precious promises in his word that he wants to fulfill in your life if you just open up your heart and let him. He's not going to force his blessings on you. But if you put yourself in a position to receive, OMG, let me tell you, you, you can't even fathom that that God will do in your life. So that's where I think you should start. Seth, I love everything you said. And I pray in the name of Jesus that with your listening voices that you hear. At the ending of our show, Seth, I know that you'll post 
the times that you have your your um, Unleashing the Brilliance show. I know every morning you go live. A lot of times I'm at work. I get a little busy or whatever, but I listen later, and it's just powerful, and it's inviting, and I'm so grateful for you for the encouragement and the, the words of um, what, what, how do I want to say? They are words of brilliance. So you can know that no matter what situation that you've ever been in, no matter where you are, what place you are in your life, there's still a chance. And you mm. can still stop where you are and believe. Yes, it is. It's not that easy, but it really is that easy. Hmm. And again, the realities of change. Are you ready for it? Do you want it? How bad do you want it? It's mm. amazing to me sometimes that we can, if somebody told you right now for a year not to do this, this, and that, and I'll give you a million dollars. I don't know about right. y'all, but I bet you. If they say sweets, you can forget it. I promise you I wouldn't even put nothing. Huh? I'll be rolling <laughs> on the floor. Look, dry heaving and everything, going through withdrawals, but I bet you I'll make that year. Mm. Well, can't you feel the same way about yourself that's worth more than millions? Yeah. Because the Christ of our life, of our soul, our Savior, died on the cross for you to have that opportunity in life Mm. that's worth more than the best gold. Just to be able to have the mind to withstand this world right now is worth millions. That's true. It is okay if you haven't done those great things that you've had in your head. But where you are now, can you use what you have now? What you have now is that's you now to make much. All it takes is change. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't say good morning before. Good morning. How you doing mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. You know what? Instead of just going, when somebody said to you, how you feeling? Well, you know, uh, uh, it's okay, whatever. You know what? I'm thanking God for today. Mm-hmm. He woke me up this morning. And today is going to be a new day. Thank you for asking. Because what I refuse to do, I promise you guys, I fight every day now. But it's worth every bit of it to stay positive. And again, sis, I agree. You guys, find yourself a, if right now with everything still going on, churches and stuff has gotten kind of different and weirded out. But find yourself online. There's so many positive teachers. My sister's on there. Find yourself a counselor, someone to be able to minister to you, someone that has been bred it. God has braided them, braided in them to be able to withstand many different things in your life that you can trust to tell your secrets to. Sometimes you just got to be able to let that out alone Uh so you can breathe. I believe in counseling. I did not before. I believe in that. And if somebody tell you that maybe you should just have a little medication, well, that might be another another show. <laughs> but you might have to take them up on it like I did. Amen. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say something to you. There's nothing greater than your mind. The devil don't want your cars. He don't want your house. He don't want any of that. He just used that so you can lose your mind. Mm. 
He wants your mind. Because when he can take that, he can take the greatest gift that God has instilled in you. The power that's invested in you. By our Heavenly Father. Yeah. It is so easy. I promise you, I'd rather be happy. Lord, if you can't do nothing else, continue your peace and your Holy Spirit upon me to bless me during this day just to be happy. Amen. If you wake me up in the morning, let me wake up with an urgency, Father. Let me wake up with a joy in my heart, Father, that you've given me one more day to do it right, to be able to repent and come before you. Well, I thank you, Lord, every time I can make it through traffic and there's no mishaps. You know how many accidents happen today? I thank you, Lord, because people are leaving here. Yeah. And you better ask yourself the question, where is your soul going to be? And as mm. my B man say, I'll tell you, it begins with an H. And the rest of the letters that follow it is totally up to you. Mm. I said, I like that. Can I use that for the audience? So it's important to know where your soul's going to go. Where's your salvation? That starts with God first. Yeah. And I promise you, because a good counselor will lead you to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a Christian counselor. Find don't, you don't. a counselor that will yep. lead you to God. Yep, and my yep. sister will lead you to God. You want a counselor that's not just about meditating. It's about finding out those deep spirits, meeting mm-hmm. you at the gate of beautiful, telling mm-hmm. you silver and gold, have I none, but this I want to give unto you, the mm-hmm. gospel of God. Being able to pour themselves on you instead of bleeding on you. Not caring about it, the money as much as the gift is what's going to come out of us for the glorification of God. Mm. Find yourself there. And if it's important, like the man in the Bible that was paralyzed, pick me up, but get me there. Yes. Sometimes you have to cry out. I'm sure nobody would mind if you they, you say to him, help me. I don't know how, but I need help. Yes. Somebody will be there to help you, and God will allow your soul to be set free. And to say all that again, I pray that you find Jesus in the midst of this all. My Amen. sister will be able to put everything down that you guys can be able to go see her on live in the morning so you can be able to hear that word, unleashing your brilliance. So she can be able to minister to you and take you further in Christ where you have to go. I pray you to circle around godly people, peaceful people, loving people, kind people, just people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you. Amen. Be blessed, you guys. Love you. Amen. 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 Be blessed. Thank you for praying us out in the midst. This is awesome because we're out of time. But yes, yes, yes. I have an... Unleash the Power of Your Brilliance Masterclass coming up next week, next Saturday, June 4th. Um, And just go on my Facebook page or my Instagram page and you'll see all the information. Love you guys. Love you, sis. Love you, sis. Love you, sis. Real quick before you hang up, quickly tell us about your book, where we can go get it. Amazon? Um, Okay, so it will be launched on Amazon on June the 4th, on next Saturday. But right now, if you go on either one of my pages, you'll see where you can pre-order an autographed copy, and you'll see the link there. So go on my page, and you will see it. Okay, love you guys. Love you, sis. Be blessed. Love you, too. You, too. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.